RNMD is a show about hospital relationships from the perspective of doctors and nurses. You're very smart, and we know that you would never come to a podcast for medical advice. So obviously, call your non-podcasting doctor and nurse team if you need any medical care. Oh, and we should also mention that we don't represent any hospital at all, ever. Okay, start the thing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to RNMD, a show about doctors and nurses working together in this mad world of medicine. I'm Daniel, your doctor host. And I'm Abby, your nurse host. And today we're going to be talking about physician and nursing roles. This is our first episode. Oh, that's true. And uh, maybe we should explain our relationship to each other as well. Yeah, we should do that. I forget sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So we work at the same hospital. That's right. And um, this idea for this podcast came from us just speaking about our experiences at work and uh, realizing that a lot of the misunderstandings or frustrations that we have with our different departments are really simple, basic misunderstandings of each other's jobs or what's expected of us, of our own management or leadership. Um, So that's sort of the concept of this idea. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of uh, misunderstandings, I feel, that doctors and nurses have with each other. Oftentimes, it's it's just not understanding the other person's perspective in some way. Sure, yeah. And it can get frustrating, definitely. And right? then we yell at each other. No, we, we don't yell at <laughs> no, each other. No, we don't yell at each other. But um, no, I first noticed her because I was like, this girl's good. She's a good <laughs> nurse, right? And she was like, this is the best doctor I've ever worked with. I was impressed <laughs> by you, actually. Yeah. I was impressed. You you go in the room a lot. You care about your patients. Your assessments are very thorough. You have a nice bedside manner. Yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed. So I'm a... Uh, Second year internal medicine resident. What does that mean? Right? Explain it. A lot of people don't know those things. That's true. Yeah. Basic. Go. I mean, I didn't before we. Right? Yeah. They don't explain that to us. They don't. In nursing school. So yeah, go through through that quickly. First of all, what's a resident, right? Right. Everyone's like, what's a resident? What's an intern? They don't even know what that is. What's an intern? Yeah. What's an intern? Yeah. Go through it. So I went to medical school for four years. I went to medical school in Toledo, Ohio. Um, you did a bachelor's degree first. I did a bachelor's degree first. I went to UCLA, which is the Harvard of the West. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then I went I to University of Toledo um, for medical school. It's the best medical school in Northwestern Ohio, um, undisputed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to what's called residency. It's after you graduate medical school, you're considered a doctor, but you need to do specialized clinical training um, and a residency program. So basically, you're like a practicing doctor until you become official. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I chose internal medicine, which is a general category of medicine that deals with adult health care, essentially, adult care. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with kids, I don't deal with uh, female issues as much, including like pregnant. Female issues? I don't what deal are with you female from the issues. 1950s? I don't deal with like gynecological or there obstetric. There you go. Okay. There we go. I needed a correct. That's a female me. problem. You're right. <laughs> I'm trained to thought over here. I, I need her to help me verbalize my thoughts. 
Um, whatever, I'm being long-winded, but I basically, it's part of a three-year program, mm-hmm. and I'm in my second year. Okay. And, and then after that? After that, I can choose to specialize uh, within medicine, as, and I'm choosing to go into cardiology eventually. So that's your fellowship? Fellowship, And yes. what? how long is a fellowship? That one's three years. Okay. And yeah. then after that, you'd be a cardiologist? Then I can be a cardiologist, yeah. I see. So I'm not there yet. I'm okay. still in my second year. Actually, I'm towards the end of my second year of my residency. Yes. Right? What about you? How did you get here? Um, it's been a long road for me, actually. Um, I actually started as what's called a UMAP, uh, unlicensed medical personnel, which means I had no actual license. Um, but I was working at a group home while I was in college. Uh, then I was able to pass medications and, and in that setting function similar to a nurse, um, uh, because group homes have different rules. Then I became a CNA, which I had a uh, certification to work in a nursing home, which I did. Um, then I became an LPN, a licensed practical nurse, which is a nursing license, but you have more restrictions than an RN. Um, there's a handful of things that you can't do, and you get paid much less. Um, and then I went to school for my associate's degree, RN. Then I went back to school for my bachelor's degree, which I have now. And now I'm in school for my master's to become a nurse practitioner. So I've literally done every level of nursing. I took the long route. Wow. Yeah. I heard school like 20 times in that. (laughs) (laughs) I, um, now I'm working in a Manhattan ICU. Um, I just started working in the ICU. This is new to me. I was doing med surge before that. That's cool. What's med surge? Can you explain that? Med surge is kind of a catch-all. It's uh, medical surgical. So it's any patient who is a medical patient, any patient that's a surgical patient, um, not requiring step-down care, not requiring ICU level care. Okay. Yeah. So I was doing hospice care. I was doing... Um, post-op, pre-op, I was doing any kind of medical or social admissions, Hmm. kind of everybody. You sort of do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, a med surge, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's not a word you guys use. That's not a use, yeah. Yeah. Those are things a lot of like doctor people don't know, those inner like words. Those words, yeah. yeah. Within like the nursing world. I mean, that's why we need this podcast because even basic things like that, I mean, I think I referred to you being in medical school. That's true. She called me a med student. Yeah. I don't even, I didn't even know the difference between a med student and an intern. Yeah. That's a big problem. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the point. Yeah. So, okay. So let's get into it. I am a student though. (laughs) I'm a student of life. Okay. Uh, Okay. So let's get into it. So what are your roles, what are the expectations of a physician within the hospital in, in your... That's good. I mean, I think a lot of it depends on the situation. I think we're both working in a hospital setting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we do is kind of standardized and we're, it's very much based on teamwork. Sure. Collaboration. Collaboration. Same it's with a big us. Thing. It's a big thing. So... As a resident, I basically work on a team of residents. I am the senior resident of a team, and I have interns that work with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the head of our team is actually an attending who is a licensed physician um, who has finished residency and is basically the head of the team. He's in charge of what happens ultimately. Um, he or she. 
That's true. That was a little sexist, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I, I just worked with a male attending. Recently. So it was, yeah. So that was in my, my head. Okay. Um, but yeah, actually most of the attendings are, happen to be female in my hospital. So, um, and, uh, what about you? What's the general? Um, generally, I mean, I'm doing the direct patient care, um, and coordination, collaboration, uh, of the patient, um, my biggest role is that I'm a patient advocate first, which I think some physicians, I've had some pullback when I say that, patient advocate. I think they... What does that mean? Yeah, what is patient advocate? Patient advocate is that my number one job is advocating for the patient's rights um, and the patient's best interests. And that includes even if the patient is refusing care, I, even even if I personally believe they should still receive that care, I I need to advocate and be their voice in within the team within the collaborating team for whatever they want even if even if I disagree that I'm assessing the patient I'm reassessing the patient I'm monitoring the plan if there's something that is not working or there's a reason why it's not working it's my job to let you guys know what's going on. Um, because in general, I think it's fair to say that the pa- the physician is is not as closely monitoring the patient, mm-hmm. right? That's true to to some extent. Yeah. Um, as a physician team, our role is to really assess a patient um, in terms of their healthcare needs. Why are they at the hospital? What do they need? What is the care that they need? It could be. Their acute treatment plan, mm-hmm. also uh, uh, their acute treatment plan, along with their general treatment plan um, in regards to their overall health. Mm-hmm. Right. So a patient might be coming into the hospital for pneumonia, for example, and that will be what we are acutely treating them for. Which antibiotic choice? Mm-hmm. What labs or which tests should we be ordering and following up on? But also, what other diseases do they have? What other conditions do they have? Are they being managed? Mm-hmm. Properly, who are their physicians? Mm-hmm. Who are their cardiologists or their pulmonologists? Uh, what information do we need to gather to ensure that this patient is getting the health care that they need? Sure. So I think it's, um, it's, it's in some ways just health care management, making a, a, a care plan for this patient. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting choice of words because nurses literally do care planning. Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, I think a lot of doctors don't really understand what their care planning is as opposed to you out. didn't even know that nurses did care plans or what they were or where they even are yeah, right right in the chart yeah <laughs> because it's kind of irrelevant to your job at our hospital we don't even read the care plans but at the other hospitals i've worked at i would read nursing notes so i uh-huh. think it's hospital dependent how, sure. how much involved like yeah it definitely depends on your emr also i mean how you chart that's true epic yeah, yeah. charting i think you can read it uh, it's easier. Like we work with Prism right now and, right. and it doesn't work as well. You guys are setting the treatments, the medications, we're implementing that and we're evaluating that care. That's that's the main, I feel like that's the, the biggest part right. of our job. Um, and then we're also doing a lot of the social issues. We're managing uh, emotional support, family dynamics. We're, we're contacting social work. We're trying to get the patient transport back to their facility or their home. Um, everybody goes through the nurse. Every right. every specialist that comes to see PT, OT, social work, family, everyone comes through the nurse. So we right. really we see that patient on every single level of their care. Absolutely. 
I think that um, that's a misconception also. I think like doctors think that, oh, you know, nurses are just passing medication or they're basically drawing blood or mm-hmm. something like that. But there's a lot more to what you guys do, I think. And yeah. sometimes doctors don't see it because a lot of times we're sitting um, at our computers and stuff like that. Yeah, and so that's another misconception that I think the nurses have is that they're just sitting back there doing nothing, staring at a computer. We're running, we're working, we're sweating, we're turning patients, um, and we're like really in there emotionally with the patient. And then sometimes I think it can seem like you guys are just sitting in the back, staring at a screen, doing nothing. But the reality is you're really diving into labs and planning and you're involved in social work also. Oh yeah. That's actually the bane of my existence to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. It's Every difficult. patient, oh, I, cu- I couldn't believe how much of my job involved social work and, um, basically, uh, case managing, mm-hmm. non-medical related stuff. I thought I'd go, I thought I would come out of medical school and be like Dr. House. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Every patient's like a mystery. I need to <laughs> like find out this diagnostic. Maybe he has a brain tumor in his gullet. I don't know. Or <laughs> yeah. something. But it's not. I find myself just like, which, uh, which um, acute care facility are we going to discharge this patient to? <laughs> right. Or what physical therapy needs do they need? Or, yeah. Or do they have a home health aid? Or yeah, exactly. what's their family support needs? Are they functionally capable? See, and this is interesting to me uh, from nursing because before you and I discussed this, I had absolutely no idea you dealt with any of this. I mean, really, to me, it felt like the burden fell completely on the nurse with some mm. of this issue. And then when I spoke to you, it seemed like you guys would deal with it a lot more than I realized. I mean, that's the point of this whole show, I guess, is yeah, to, yeah. to show that um, neither of us are doing all of the work. It's it's it, There's collaboration yeah, that's true. for a reason. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, and I know some of this stuff is a little basic. Uh, we're going to dive deeper into this, but since this is the intro, I thought it was important to go over some of the basics, like what's an intern and, you know, because that's stuff that I actually think a lot of people don't even know. And when I have people, specialists, especially, you know, we do, a um, a consult and some of these people who are coming in, I don't know if they're a resident. I don't know if they're a fellow. I don't know if sometimes on night shift, you don't know if somebody is an attending because we don't have a lot of attendings on nights. So it can... You work at nights only, right? I only work... Generally. Generally, yeah. I work only at nights. What's that peanut butter in my throat? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Before we recorded, Dan thought it would be a great idea to eat a whole spoonful of peanut butter. Yeah. To soothe in my soothe in my throat. Soothin? Soothin. <laughs> my friend <out>. Soothin. <laughs> Soothin. Yeah, I was had a jolt of adrenaline, catecholamine surge. Oh my god. And I needed my peanut butter. Okay. All yeah. right, catecholamine. Yeah. She doesn't know what that means. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You're right. That's okay. This is an educational podcast. Is it? It literally it says be. at the beginning, this isn't medical advice. This is medical advice. Oh, Anything my. you hear. <laughs> no. No. You have any questions, call in. No. Do you have a chest pain? No. Call us. We will give you advice. No, wrong. You don't do not go to the wrong. emergency room. We cut, will give you cut. medical advice. <laughs> We're going to cut. No, scratch that. Okay. No, but also keep that because that, that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so this is our first, pod, first podcast. First podcast. First Neither podcast. of us have ever done this before. Bear Never. with us as the sound quality will definitely get better. Things will get better. Um, but I guess we just wanted to do a first uh, intro just to introduce right. ourselves, our relationship together. Yeah. Um, and that we, we just, overall, the point is that we think that there's a lot of work to be done. Our departments are very separated. And I think that they've been separated for a reason. Traditionally, the doctors were literally giving orders to the nurses and were overseeing nurses. And I think nursing has made a conscious effort to separate the two, which is a good thing. But I feel like you didn't really dive into yours that much. Yeah, I think that that's true. I think that it's... So, okay, let me tell you my perception. Okay. You guys sit in the back. Right. You're e- you're eating snacks a lot. But she's a night nurse, so she's limited. True. That's true. Yeah. yeah. You are chatting. You're typing. I see you guys reading. At night, we're very much managing the floor. Yeah. So basically, the patients that were being uh, taken care of during the day, the plan was made. Uh, you know, the care plan was put into action. And at night, we're basically managing the patients. If anything comes up, um, acute acute uh, things that we need to manage. Um, so it's different at night a little bit. So also that's that's actually a good um, thing to bring up because we have a little bit of a discrepancy right there. You are told that the attending saw this patient, the plan was made, you are sort of treading water at night. That's true. In, if you, if especially, yeah, yeah. If you don't know the patients either, that could be like that. Especially. And if, if, if something comes up, then you make critical decisions but otherwise you're just going to keep the plan as is right yeah, unless there's discrepancies like you said or things change sure. um the patient's uh condition or status changes we need to adapt and, and change the plan accordingly sure um, and there's a co- direct coordination between the night doctors and the day doctors as well but it is a clear distinction that the day team is the primary team and the night team is there to Basically, like you said, tread water, make sure the patients are, are maintained overnight. So that is, first of all, something that I never knew. I was never told that. Yeah. Um, and that is something that's extremely frustrating to the night nursing yeah. staff because we're told the opposite. We're told that our job is 24-7 care and that just because it's night doesn't mean you don't make changes, doesn't mean we are not, we are certainly not treading water. So we are... Um, trying to make changes, trying to improve. And I think a big frustration, at least from me, especially when I was on the floor, was because there's not an attending, the residents are very hesitant to make changes and to the plan until day team gets there. They're usually wanting to say, I'll bring it up with the day team. And for me, someone who is seeing something that could be fixed in that moment, that can be frustrating. Definitely. No, I actually, I would be frustrated by that too. I think that it depends how proactive the night team decides to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you are actually very proactive and that's one of the reasons why I always liked working with you. But not everyone is like that. Not everyone's like that. I think think you need to make a judgment call. Yeah. Sometimes things are meant for the day team Mm -hmm. and it needs to be looked at as a team, uh, as, as a day team. Yeah. You know, as opposed to if there's something acute going on at night, you should, or you find any discrepancies at night, you should address it um, as you see, you know. And I guess maybe that's something that uh, maybe a nurse like me, some nurses might might see that and say, yeah, that could go to the day team. And then I think, especially the younger nurses, they're a little more 
they have a little more energy and we want the plan fixed and we want it fixed now. And where I think you're right, sometimes it could wait for the date team and we get very frustrated and then you get frustrated with us also. That's true. That's true. One thing I definitely do want to talk about kind of off topic is interns. Yeah. Interns is something that... Yeah. Right? That's going to be a that's whole... That's going to be a whole thing, right? right that's right? going to be a whole show. Yeah, make, Interns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to that. We'll, I we'll get to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think this was a good starting, a good jumping off point. We just want to um, thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody for supporting us. Yeah. Um, email us your questions, your comments, your feedback. Um, let us know if you have any topics you want us to discuss. I want you guys definitely to write in. We're going to have a a way for you guys to write in um, soon and let us know what's going on in your hospital because we want to talk about all hospitals. But um, we just felt like we are so separated and we want to bridge that a little bit. There's no reason for us to be so separated to where the point where I don't even know what they're doing sometimes and I think vice versa. I agree with that. I think it's... um... There's definitely a communication barrier. Definitely. That I don't think it's like that at every hospital. No. But to some extent, it needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and um, our personal relationship has really given us time to discuss these problems and, and a little window into it. So yeah. I'm excited about this project. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think that uh, um, we have a lot to discuss, right, guys? Yeah. And yeah. maybe you won't have to eat peanut butter right before we record. No, that's my pre-podcast <laughs> tradition. Right? Yeah. Peanut butter. By the way, we should mention we do also have an Instagram page, right? We do have, um, it's RNMD Podcast. That's our handle on Instagram. I'm also the nocturnal nurse. Um, Dan has an Instagram. I don't use it much. He doesn't use it. So don't go to it yet. We'll, <laughs> we'll update you. Um, but yeah, and um, we also have a email rnmdpodcast at gmail.com you can write in we're going to eventually be taking topics um if you guys want if you have a conflict at work with a doctor or eventually we're going to open it up also to not just doctors and nurses we want to hear from respiratory therapists we want to hear from the lab uh pharmacy everyone uh if you want to write in to us tell us some of your conflicts tell us your point of view and then we'd also like to get some uh, other other points of view. We want to explore the topic Definitely. fully. Yeah. Or leave comments on Instagram. Yeah. You, yeah. If you like the show or you didn't like the show or you have some insight. Yeah. We're, it's a working, it's a work in progress right now. Right, so right. if you have uh, feedback, we, we'd love to hear it. Cause we want, the point is we want to make this uh, fun and we want to make it helpful. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to do it for us today. I think so too. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Isn't that what you say at the end of podcast? Is it tuning in if it's not TV? Thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking. Thanks for clicking in. Thanks for clicking in, everyone. Thanks for clicking in. This is the RNMD podcast. And bye-bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>